Hello, folks. This is Job Board Geek, the podcast about connecting candidates and employers. I am Jeff Dickey Chasens, the Job Board Doctor, and today I'm here with my co-host, Stephen Rothberg of College Recruiter. Hey, Stephen, how are you doing? I am doing well, and I'm excited. We have plenty of snow falling here in Minneapolis, and by the time this is over, we're going to have maybe 15 inches. Yeah, you know, that really makes me so excited I could almost jump out of my seat. If listeners don't already know, I'm a native Texan, and although I live in Iowa, after 25 years, I've still not adjusted to the concept of winter. But anyway, <laughs> um, today we have a, uh, a great guest, friend of both of ours, Alex Murphy of JobSync, who we'll be talking to shortly. But um, first of all, I just kind of wanted to jump back to a blog post that I put out on Job Board Doctor earlier this week. I went and looked at what had been going on in 2021. And I mean, it's, it's been an incredible year. I mean, this was the year that we saw Stack Overflow getting sold for $1.8 billion. We saw all these different companies raising money. Uh, Eightfold AI raised $220 million. Uh, Beamery raised $138 million. We saw these acquisitions. Pandologic got acquired. DHI sold eFinancial Careers. And a bunch of companies, uh, like a little old company called ZipRecruiter, decided to do an IPO, and they made a lot of money. You know, I was just, I'm used to writing about this stuff, but I thought 2021, particularly after the preceding year, has been was kind of wild. Um, what was your take on it, Stephen? Yeah, 100%. I, I, I was looking at this a little bit earlier, and um, George LaRock just wrote that 2019 was the was the year with the most investment money coming into uh, TA Tech, 5.3 billion. Which in 2019 we all thought that was astronomical. We have three weeks to go in the year, and we're at 17.5 billion. We're going to end up with probably four times the greatest total ever. That's just amazing to me. And strangely enough, absolutely none of that money has ended up with Job Board Doctor LLC. Um, I don't know about college recruiter, but it's been, it's been one of those years. But I, 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 I do get to work with some really cool people. So our guest today is someone that I've known for a long time. I had the pleasure of doing a presentation with him at a conference. I also had the pleasure of identifying him uh, when I was doing a blind presentation over, over an Atlantic uh, connection where I couldn't see the audience. And he asked me a question and I said, is that Alex Murphy? And he said, yes, it is. So you, you know, this, this guest has a really distinctive voice. Uh, and so Alex of JobSync, uh, welcome to Job Board Geek. Thanks for having me. Much appreciated. Yeah. Well, you can tell I'm excited. Um, uh, I'm just, you know, just to get things started out, Alex, why don't, you, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about who you are and where you came from, you know, like your sort of Spider-Man origin story and, um, <laughs> and then also how did you get involved in the job board industry? What have you been doing in it all these years? Well, I was originally bit by a spider about 20 <laughs> years ago um, and uh, was one of the co-founders at job.com the first version of job.com before it was the cryptocurrency version that it is today. And uh, I had the great honor of working with some pretty awesome people back then, uh, one of which was Thad Price, who's now the CEO at Tauru. Mm -hmm. uh, so it, a, uh, a little little job board business in the middle of Virginia. I was there for, for about five years, left the industry, went to an e-commerce business to do a turnaround, 
for a few years and then came back and was working with Beyond, which is now Next, mm -hmm. uh, from 2008 to 16. Did a, um, a handful of startups, just trying to find something that, that had a lot of uh, interest from customers, mostly encircling the, the talent acquisition space between 2016 and, and 2019, and um, started JobSync along with uh, my co-founder from Rethink Data, John Bell, mm -hmm. in 2019 as a joint venture, and uh, really went all in on JobSync at the beginning of last year. And we're now about 33, 34 people uh, located in India, Argentina, and the U.S. Working, you know, really hard to to make the talent acquisition process a much more streamlined and Im improved uh, experience for both candidates and recruiters. So I guess, you know, why don't you explain uh, for the listeners um, who may not be familiar with JobSync, uh, what exactly do you guys do? I mean, what's your purpose for being and and how does this relate to uh, job boards and recruiting sites? Sure. So in a in a nutshell, what JobSync is, is we do workflow automation for talent acquisition. And that really starts at the very top of the funnel, which tends to be job boards. So we partner with all of the various service providers in the recruiting stack, if you will, or the recruiting funnel. So going from job boards and social media sites at the beginning to texting and engagement platforms, CRM solutions in the middle, to the systems of records that are the ATSs and so forth at the end. We are a, an integration platform that sits in between those different solutions to automate the flow of data, generally candidate data, uh, as it goes down through the funnel to accelerate what the experience is for both the candidate and the recruiter. So you imagine uh, solutions like Indeed Apply, Zip Apply uh, at the very top. What we do is we connect the system of record to get the application requirements out of the ATS and have those questions asked of the candidate wherever they are, rather than making the candidate leave the job board. Mm -hmm. uh, we help the candidate, uh, we help the, the job board control the, that experience, have the application happen on the job board, that increases conversion rates, that increases the, um, the return on ad spend for the employer, that makes the candidate experience tremendous, that removes a lot of manual processing work that recruiters would otherwise have to do. Uh, so we kind of think about it as like a win-win-win-win solution, right? Everybody's winning, the recruiter's winning, the head of talent acquisition's winning, the job board's winning, the system provider in the middle is winning, the solution uh, system of record at the end of the process is winning because there's just more activity and more acceleration, more speed in the entire process. Sounds like um, <clears throat> sounds like an easy sale, actually, right? Um, yeah, we don't really actually sell right now. Uh, we have more inbound demand uh, to to explore and use our solution than we can actually um, than we can actually handle right now. So we're in the process of hiring. We got two new people starting on our team for implementations on Monday. Mm -hmm. Um, and, uh, don't really see any kind of end in, end in that over the future. Wow. So Alex, if I'm an employer, um, I can definitely see the use case, right? Yep. If I'm running an ad on ZipRecruiter, indeed some other place, it's much more candidate friendly for that candidate to be able to stay within that environment, right? They already have some level of trust with Zip. They have some level of trust with Indeed. They probably are already registered. And rather than sending them over to my ATS to have to register and enter a whole bunch of data that they've already entered, they can just maybe answer just the few questions that I as an employer might have that say Indeed doesn't already know. 
Um, and so that's going to increase the number of applications that I get. It creates a much more seamless experience for the candidate. Talk with me about it from the perspective of the job board. Is the, you know, you may know that college recruiter, we do uh, most of our businesses on a pay per click basis. We don't get paid for the click unless the candidate goes to the ATS. If the candidate applies on College Recruiter to a job that's been advertised with College Recruiter, then we there is no click that ends up happening. How do you work with job boards? Are there certain kinds of job boards that you're working with that work really well with this product and others that just don't? Like what's sort of your ideal customer on the job board side? So uh, we, we partner with job boards in a couple of different ways. One of which is to create that fully immersive native application experience. Kind of think about like uh, uh, meeting the expectations of the user, which is that I'm going to have kind of instant gratification, instant access, and I don't have to have any delay, right? So kind of think about it as like the Amazonification of the world, right? Like I can buy, I can buy ibuprofen that's delivered by Costco, but I buy it from Amazon, right? Yeah. Now, interestingly, Amazon is just a marketplace in that in that scenario. You can actually buy Costco ibuprofen from like hundreds of different e-commerce providers where they do something called EDI, which is to transmit the sale and the transaction to Costco with what's referenced as a drop ship order, which is to mm-hmm. say, this is the address of the customer, send them the stuff, checks in the mail. Although the check isn't in the mail, the actual, the funds are going through a wire transfer and they're probably already in your bank account, right? We're just taking this concept of what happens in the world already in e-commerce, in travel, right? This started in travel, like back in the 80s, where you could buy tickets uh, through a travel agent. You could buy a ticket through United, but that would actually include a a flight that might be uh, Lufthansa taking you so you buy the ticket to Berlin or not to Berlin, but to Frankfurt and then from Frankfurt to someplace else and you're combining all these carriers, right? So same, same concept 35 years later applied to job to, to uh, job searching, right? Um, so that's one. The second would be like uh, what we call a, simply a connected apply, which is it's really not dissimilar from what your experience is today that your candidate on college recruiter would have, but instead of sending them to an ATS where they, uh, the experience is going to be, I have to look at the job again, I click apply, mm-hmm. I'm then presented with this login form, which mm-hmm. if you haven't seen this, it's, it's, a, it's a really not awesome experience, I'd say, right? <laughs> um, like, That's quite understated. <laughs> it's, like, it's horrifyingly bad. <laughs> right, well, I live outside of DC, so I have to put my spin to things, right? Um, anyway, the... Uh, this experience, you put your job seeker hat on, like I'm, I'm, I'm on a subway, I see a job on College Recruiter, I click apply, I'm yep. taken to another website that looks different now. So yep. it, it took a while to load because that's what happens on mobile, on the mobile web where most people are. It now is the same job detail that I just read. Okay, that's frustrating. So now I'm frustrated twice. I click apply again and I'm taken to a login form. What am I supposed to do with my log? This login form. I, I, what username, password? Fine. I, I, I'm conditioned. It's 2021. I click forgot password. Put in my email address. It says you don't have an account. <laughs> what am I supposed to do here, right? And unless I'm a professional job seeker, 
The professional job seeker knows, oh, you skip the login form and you go to this little link that says, don't have an account yet, question mark. That's the thing you're supposed to click. And people wonder why they spend so much money and have so many people drop off, right? In the aggregate, it's 95% of people drop out. 19 out of 20 people don't apply that start down this apply journey. 19 out of 20. I think you're being really good at being aggravated as a job seeker. I mean, I can feel the <laughs> aggravation coming out in your voice. And I mean, I know I know you're trying to be emphatic about it, but I, I, I think, I hope the listeners realize that he's hitting on something that is a total and absolute complete pain point. You know, yeah. I've worked with hundreds of sites. I've talked to hundreds of employers. I've talked to hundreds of candidates, and this comes up over and over and over again. So think about the job board operator, right? Your job as a job board operator is to fulfill the need of the buyer, your customer. Mm -hmm. And the need of the customer is not clicks. It's not job postings. It's not impressions. It's not even applications, right? The need of the customer is I need to hire people. That's what they, that is the problem that they are seeking to solve. All the other stuff is how you transact. And it's a good way Mm -hmm. to transact. Doing a CPC is a good way to transact. You could modify your model a little bit. And instead of sending, charging for sending them off of your website, charge them for sending them from the search results to a job detail page. It's effectively the same click, right? Mm -hmm. You still charge them per click in that situation. The application takes place on College Recruiter. And then that way they actually get more applicants more quickly, which means that they're more likely to hire people faster, reduce their time to hire, which is kind of the key metric that most of our customers anyway, we've that we've been exposed to. That seems to be the thing that matters the most for them, because at the end of the day, they're being held accountable for whether or not they actually got the hires that they needed to get for their hiring managers. And the best candidates just won't put up with that crap. People, exactly people, right. people will say, well, you're making it too easy for people to apply. Yeah, you're going to get some, let's call them bad candidates, people who aren't a good match. It's just, it's a little too easy for them. But the reality is you also lose the best candidates, the people who just say, I'm not going to go through your 45 minute process if I can apply for the same job with a company across the street in two minutes. I mean, why should they? They'd be stupid too. Leah Daniels joined us a few months ago. She's our chief commercial officer and she has a a wonderful way of characterizing this as the Goldilocks zone, right? Mm. So the 45 minute application is too long, too bad, too horrible. The easy, easy, easy apply, like the one-click apply, here's my name, my email, and my resume. When you phone them as a recruiter, they go, who are you? I didn't apply to a job, right? <laughs> you actually need to have some level of screening questions to kind of get at, as David Bernstein on our team would put it, I want to find the people that are interesting, which means that I need to get enough information from them to discern who are the people I want to contact versus the ones that I probably shouldn't spend my time on. And so... That, that kind of Goldilocks zone has six screening questions, nine screening questions, doesn't require a college essay. It's something that can be answered and completed while they're in the subway station for the 80 seconds and they are connected to the subway Wi-Fi. That doesn't require emailing a link. And now I've got to think about my dissertation for this application, <laughs> uh, which is one of 50 applications which is a major thing most recruiters and employers don't really conceptualize is they go through the process of applying. They go functionally, it works, didn't break, but they don't go through the empathetic process of Mm -hmm. applying. What is this life like for this candidate? And to your point, Stephen, the best ones drop out first, Mm -hmm. right? You're going to be left with only those that could endure going through this terrible process. As I put it, the professional job seeker, the one that knows which link and how to go through and apply quickly, 
has everything at the ready, which probably isn't exactly the person that you're hoping to be introduced to. Well, Alex, I think that um, I think you make a really strong case. And I, I remember the preceding version of this uh, when it was Rethink, thinking this is a solution that everyone in the industry has said we need to have, and it just hadn't been around. I think it's in some ways it's a great equalizer for job boards in the sense that, you know, you talk about the the large boards that have the one click applies with a job sync um, as as part of your ecosystem as a job board, you have essentially the same thing. But like you say, with a little bit of useful friction, which I think is really good. I'm kind of curious, apart from uh, what you guys are working on right now, what do you see as uh, what are you willing to reveal as being sort of the ne- the next step on what's going on with JobSync? You know, what's a logical next step for you guys? Yeah. So as you noted, right, so Rethink Data was was a, a major kind of um, jumping off point for what we were doing. The The pivot, the primary pivot that we made was around who our customer was. Mm-hmm. So we were trying to sell in Rethink Data kind of landscape. We were trying to sell to the job board. That was not... Uh, we were not effective at doing that. Uh, when we went to sell to the employer instead, what we what we found was that we were unearthing a much, much larger problem around recruiting inefficiency. And what we were solving for was like to, to address that head on, right? How do we create efficiencies in your recruitment process, eliminate these manual steps, extra manual steps for the candidate, extra manual steps for the recruiter. So you kind of get this best of both worlds uh, outcome. And so What's next for us is just doing more automation mm-hmm. within the workflow that we're enabling for our customers. And so that's just, that's, you know, what's interesting about the way we approach the marketplace is that we understand that every company is different. The way they recruit is different. The way that they manage talent is different. And so what we've built in our platform is while there's a lot of commonality and there's a platform uh, backbone to it, it creates a unique uh, implementation for every one of our customers. Mm-hmm. So we aren't trying to go in and force somebody to do something differently. We're just trying to take what they do manually and make the and allow the computer to do it rather than the people. Our customers get back 10 hours per recruiter per week of time that was otherwise spent doing manual tasks to actually just spend that time getting back in touch with the candidates that they that they have coming in, which means that again they can accelerate, et cetera, et cetera. So just doing more of the same making that process more streamlined, making it so that we can implement new customers more quickly, implement the interaction or the uh, integration into a job board more efficiently, just do more of that and accelerate. Wow. Well, so I'll, I'll make a prediction. I'll be a little bit chatted and cheesish on this one. I will say that you guys are going to be a target for acquisition sometime in the next couple of years if you're not already. Because <laughs> that this sort of, uh, what do they call it? I, I mean, I, I've heard it called middleware before. Um, this kind of middleware solution is so universal, you know, and I see it in every market that I do consulting in, not just North America. It's, it's wherever there's recruiting. So if that happens, I hope it's a good experience for you. If it doesn't happen, I hope you just get bigger and bigger. So, um, <laughs> Alex, it's so good to have you on the show. And I, um, if someone wants to get a hold of you and find out more about your own checkered past or perhaps uh, more about JobSync, how do they do that? So uh, jobsync.io is our website. Uh, and then I'm, I'm pretty active on LinkedIn and Twitter. So LinkedIn, my handle is amurphy59. And on Twitter, it's Alex underscore Murphy. 
happy to happy to have a chat. Yeah, well, well, thanks so much for coming on to Job Board Geek. I really appreciate it. Thanks, guys. You know, uh, Stephen. In case people, for whatever reason, want to get in touch with you, um, how do they do that? Uh, feel free to email me, Stephen S T E V E N at college recruiter.com. Alex, thank you so much. Thanks, Stephen. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well, folks, um, it's the end of another exciting Job Board Geek podcast. I want to remind you to be sure to subscribe to Job Board Geek. You can do that via our RSS feed, uh, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, Deezer, et cetera, et cetera. Yes, we are still working on getting Apple to sign us up. I think probably another week or so. We should be lucky on that. Um, this is Jeff Dickey Chasens, and you've been listening to Job Board Geek, the podcast about connecting employers and candidates. And that's all for this week. I'll see you again later. Thanks. Bye. <laughs>